As part of the move toward greater transparency, some healthcare institutions have been experimenting with allowing patients to have access to the notes that their clinicians write for their medical records. The results of a small study of the Open Notes initiative have encouraged the participating organizations to expand access to more patients. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Jan Walker, a member of the research faculty in the Division of General Medicine and Primary Care at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston, and research principal investigator of the Open Notes study. Ms. Walker has co-authored a perspective article about fully transparent medical records. Ms. Walker, can you tell us a bit about the study that you've just completed? What sorts of clinicians, patients, and notes were included, and what was excluded? This was a study that ran for 12 months, beginning in 2010. We had 108 primary care physicians who volunteered, and about 20,000 of their patients who were using the portals at their institutions at the time. And we ran it at three different sites. One of them was Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, my home institution, which, of course, is one of the Harvard Teaching Hospitals and Academic Medical Center in Boston, along with some of its suburban practices. Geisinger Medical Center, which is, of course, an integrated healthcare system in Pennsylvania, a very rural area, very different from the IDMC. And at Harborview Medical Center in Seattle, which is a safety net hospital there. We did very simple intervention in the study. All three of these sites have electronic medical records. And when the PCP signed a visit note following the visit, that signature would automatically trigger a secure message to the patient saying that the note from your visit is ready and we invite you to read it. And then a couple of weeks before a subsequent visit, another message would be automatically triggered, inviting the patient to review the note before coming in for the next visit. This was a study of primary care and the patients that participated. The doctors were understandably a little wary of this project. It was a new idea at the time. And to encourage participation, we did allow them to exclude patients if they wanted from this study. Very few doctors actually excluded patients, with the exception of Harborview Medical Center, where a lot of patients have substance abuse and major psychiatric diagnoses, and there they did exclude quite a few patients. So you say that the physicians, at least some of them, were wary. What were their main concerns about showing patients their medical records? We actually did a lot of interviews of PCPs and focus groups before we began the study. They were worried about a couple of things. One of them was that they were worried about the impact this might have on their own workflow. Specifically, they were worried that they would face an avalanche of questions from patients about their notes, either on email or by phone. They were also worried that they might have to change their documentation in some way if patients were reading their records. And finally, they were really worried about the impact on their patients, whether the notes would be confusing or worrisome to their patients. But we also had some comments from doctors along the line of, well, everything in society is becoming transparent. I can see this is coming, so I may as well participate in this study and be on the leading edge. And what about the patients? Had they been looking for access to the notes, or where did the impetus for this come from? You know, we all know that knowledgeable patients do better. They take better care of themselves. They have better outcome. 
And under HIPAA, of course, almost all patients have the right to see their medical records, and that has been the case now for almost 20 years. But we as institutions make it hard. First of all, patients have to request the record, which is in itself a barrier, and then we often make them wait for it. We make them pay for it. In a way, the open notes study wasn't doing anything new. All it was doing was making that access to the records easier. One of the things that we have taken advantage of here is the fact that because so many medical records are electronic now and because more and more institutions are making patient portals available, giving patients access to their records now becomes something that we can scale up to populations. And though patients weren't really demanding access to the records, largely because of these barriers, when we did this study and opened up these notes to patients, in fact, 80% of them did read their notes. And we were somewhat surprised that it went across all kinds of patients, including the elderly, including those with chronic illness, and including those with only a high school education. It certainly was not just educated, tech-savvy patients. And patients reported to us that they got a lot out of reading their notes. They understood their care better. They felt more in control of their care. And in fact, it wasn't only the patients who got a lot out of it. Their caregivers also got a lot out of notes because a lot of adults now take care of elderly parents or other people in their families. And having access to notes, of course, with the patient's permission, also gives them information to take better care of their loved one. And were any of the fears expressed beforehand actually borne out by the study? Well, in fact, we didn't have any reports of harms to patients. And we know that on the doctor side, after the 12 months were over, the doctors reported very little impact on their workflow. In fact, they heard very little from patients throughout the study. A minority of them did report that they changed their documentation somewhat. We didn't do a rigorous study of this, but the doctors reported changing how they wrote about things like cancer, substance abuse, mental health, and obesity. And they said that they did things like use fewer acronyms and maybe adding a little more explanation to the note as they wrote it. So we had no harms reported in this 12-month study. I think it's important to remember, though, that this is an open access process, and it does deserve thoughtful implementation. There are some kinds of notes that perhaps shouldn't be opened, I think, just at the beginning of this process, and we need to think about that. For example, when we see patients who have abuse in their families, should those notes be open? And clinicians need to be talking with patients about their access to these notes, whether they should be reading them or not. In that regard, you say in your article that some clinicians want the option of being able to hide notes or, or parts of notes from the patients, and some want a way to communicate privately with their colleague physicians. So do those kinds of things raise the possibility of shadow notes or of two sets of notes, one for the patient and one for the professionals? And if that's so, wouldn't that defeat the purpose of open notes? That's a really great question. In fact, clinicians do identify this need when we first speak to them about open notes. And I should say that though this study was limited to primary care doctors, 
our institution and others have spread this beyond primary care to all of ambulatory care and further so that it's not just doctors but other clinicians also, like nurses and physical therapists and others. In our experience, what we've seen is that clinicians worry about this up front and they want to reserve the right to hide some notes from some patients. But with experience, that seems to diminish. Frankly, I think it's too early to say whether in the end we'll need this shadow system, as you say. I think it may be more likely that we need to set up capabilities in our EMRs that allow clinicians to set preferences to allow them to share some things and not others, for example. And we encourage all clinicians to talk to their patients about what's in their notes. But over time, what we've seen is that clinicians state early on that they want the ability to hide notes, but in fact, over time, they tend not to do so and become more comfortable with the idea of giving patients open access to it. One advantage for patients is they could identify errors in the notes, but it's also possible that they'll simply remember things differently or they'll have different opinions about what happened. So where do you draw the line between open access for patients and their participation in correcting or even writing notes? Oh, that's another really good question. Um, You know, it's interesting. In our study, which went for a year with 20,000 patients, almost 20,000 patients, we had a vanishingly small number of requests from patients for changes to their records, frankly, much lower than we anticipated. And for the participating institutions, they decided not to implement any new systems for such changes. They all have mechanisms where the clinician makes the decision whether to amend or update a record, and none of them has veered from that. And what we heard back from the clinicians was that not only did they have a very small number of requests, but there weren't any, what I would say are, you know, silly requests. They were thoughtful requests from patients. And in fact, doctors even said they welcomed some of the requests that they got for changes because they were corrections to the record. One doctor even said, you know, I feel safer because there's another set of eyes on all this documentation to help me catch mistakes. This whole idea of patients reading their notes and having easy access is new. The idea of perhaps improving patient safety with this is, I think, going to be a new line of inquiry to see if patients can help us catch errors in records. And I think, if anything, we want patients to speak up more rather than less and rather than worrying about superfluous change because they are knowledgeable about their own care and that will become more knowledgeable as they read these notes. And if we can get them into the process of helping us keep those records accurate, patient safety may actually benefit. You mentioned substance abuse notes as a challenging area. Another is mental illness. How is the Open Notes Initiative dealing with mental health notes and the risks that they provoke? Mental illness is really one of the frontiers of Open Notes. There is a lot of mental health in primary care, so I think we've looked at it to some extent, but we do have to be thoughtful about 
how we incorporate this into open notes. One story that came out of the study, I mentioned that Harborview had excluded a lot of their substance abuse and major psychiatric diagnosis patients from the study. But one of the providers who decided not to do that actually told us after the study that he thought that some of his substance abuse patients actually did better from reading their notes. And it may be that there are some patients who do better. Maybe most patients will do better. I think that's something we have to study. We all worry about vulnerable patients and what will happen if they read these notes. So I think we have to be very thoughtful about this. And we are starting to look at mental health more closely. Here at BIDMC, we are actually starting a pilot with psychiatric patients and social work patients with open notes. And the VA, which has had notes open since January of this year, they are actually also starting a study of their mental health patients and open notes. So I think the jury is still out a bit, and it deserves some careful study. Finally, what broader benefits do you see from the Open Notes Initiative, both for patients and for the healthcare system as a whole? So I think there are a few benefits that will come from this. You know, one of them, I think, is trust. And it's both on the patient side, but also the doctor side and the clinician side. Patients have said to us on several occasions, you know, I always wondered what my doctor was writing. And I also wondered whether my doctor listened to me, whether my doctor understood my goals and priorities. And now that I've read the note, I see that, my goodness, she does listen to me. She did hear what I said. So I think there's a trust element on the patient side. And on the doctor side and the clinician side, I think we are going to learn that we can actually trust our patients to use this information wisely. You know, we all believe in patient engagement, and by giving them access to this information, now everyone on the team, the patient and all the providers, have the same information to work from. I think it's going to be a plus in team-based care, like in patient-centered medical homes. And we really would like to see this be a standard of care. It is spreading to more and more institutions. We think now we have a little over 2 million patients who have access to notes. It's spreading to more institutions. Institutions are inviting more types of clinicians to participate. And, you know, society today, certainly not just in medicine, but beyond medicine, we place a great value on transparency of information, and I don't think healthcare is going to be exempt from that. I think this kind of transparency is here to stay. Thank you, Ms. Walker.